Automated AI-powered software and applications already help learners around the world gain knowledge without the help, at least directly, of another human. In fewer cases, developers have also deployed similar technology into hardware that can move, watch, listen, record, and interact. Humanoid robot teachers have been developed and deployed in classrooms on limited bases around the world. For some, this is cause for excitement. Others are more cautious or even deeply concerned. Two researchers from Durham University, Professors Douglas Newton and Lynn Newton, recently published an article describing the current uses and concerns of humanoid robot teachers along with a proposed code of practice. Hi, my name is Henry Kronk. This is Ed Technically, eLearning Insights Weekly Podcast. This week, I'm going to get into some of the descriptions provided by the Newtons and talk about some of their points. So the two Durham professors define robot as, quote, a machine that senses, thinks, and acts, and when this is without external control, it is described as autonomous, end quote. Furthermore, quote, humanoid robots are intended to look and behave somewhat like people, and they usually have some means of communicating with them, end quote. Humanoid robot teachers, furthermore, have not been developed for their novelty. Many have been put to use uh, to address a specific concern or task. So one of these is uh, second language teaching. Language learning is often rote and requires more repetition and practice than the average human teacher can stand. But robots can repeat almost ad infinitum. Robots have already been programmed to carry on conversations with second language learners, play games, and conduct lessons. Some researchers have found a secondary benefit here. Most language teachers do not step outside of the teacher-student dynamic when helping learners practice. But of course, to become a proficient speaker in any language, you have to be able to converse with people as peers, co-workers, many other relationships than that of a student and teacher. Some believe that robots can flow more seamlessly between these roles and as such provide a kind of means to get people thinking about how they're going to actually use this language uh, in the real world. Robots have also been used for learners with autism spectrum disorder and severe anxiety. Some learners find the classroom to be such a stressful alien environment that learning is nigh impossible. Specifically, learners with more severe cases of autism spectrum disorder and social anxiety tend to experience this. 
But more and more researchers have found that humanoid robot teachers have the ability to act as a kind of social intermediary for these learners. They can help introduce them to a social environment without piling on the stress that is typically involved. Humanoid robot teachers have also been used uh, with more general pedagogies. Uh, one of these is learning by teaching. The pedagogy of learning by teaching, where a learner is asked to master a concept themselves and then deliver that knowledge to others, has been very well established over the past few decades. While social noise and classroom interference can detract from the power of this technique, robots are mostly immune to these distractions and can serve as an especially impartial audience. In these scenarios, students have been asked to actually teach robots what they have learned. These are just a few of the main areas in which researchers see huge potential for humanoid robot teachers. But of course, there is always the other side of the coin, uh, and there are obviously multiple risks involved with this method, mainly data security and algorithmic decision-making. Outside of familiar science fiction or horror scenarios, humanoid robot teachers also present numerous risks to educational systems and individual learners. Perhaps the most evident one is that of data security and privacy. To personalize learning and teach a learner without a human teacher, robots need to be able to collect and store a huge amount of non-anonymized data. While we already trust third parties like banks and governments to store more sensitive data than that which would be generated in a classroom, no entity has proven itself to be immune from data breaches. What's more, cyber attacks targeting education systems are on the rise. There's also the issue of algorithmic bias and digital redlining. Autonomous humanoid robot teachers are only as good as their design. In our limited use of AI to date, we have already witnessed numerous instances in which the bias of a bot's designers or their training processes translate negatively into the bot's decision-making process. Many education stakeholders, such as Macomb Community College professor Chris Gilliard, continue to investigate this issue. Then I, there's also the, the case of potential human desocialization. You know, humanoid robot teachers are not widely used, of course, but the professors Newton and Newton condense another concern with their use that is more speculative. Humans, especially young humans, are highly imitative. Imitation is kind of a primary learning and development technique. Some worry that if kids start spending more and more time around robots, they're going to start acting more and more like robots. Some researchers have already begun to investigate this possibility, and they tend to draw comparisons between how children understand robots with how they understand animals. But this work remains fairly preliminary. 
For all these reasons and more, Newton and Newton suggest a 10-point code of practice surrounding uh, using humanoid robot teachers in the classroom. I am not going to go over this. I'm going to encourage people to check that out on their article, which again is fantastic and uh, very informative. Um, and to underscore what's at stake here, the authors conclude writing, quote, teacher identity or what it means to be a teacher is an evolving complex collection of personal roles, behavioral norms, and social and cultural expectations, end quote. And they underscore that with the introduction of humanoid robot teachers, that role is going to continue to change. This has been Ed Technically. My name is Henry Kronk. I work as the editor of eLearning Inside. If you liked this episode, please rate and review. If you'd like to hear more, please subscribe. Uh, please keep in mind the show is available as a video on our YouTube channel and also as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. The basic content for this video first appeared as an article on eLearning Inside. I have linked to that article and also to the Newton's article in the description below. If you want to learn more about online courses, technology in the classroom, and edtech in general, however, I would suggest that you check out eLearning Inside. If you'd like to get in touch with me, please send an email to henry at elearninginside.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at elearninginside. Thanks for listening.